former Washington football player enters a guilty plea to a reduced charge. I'm Neil Augenstein. Why a former Virginia governor is suing leaders at Virginia Commonwealth University. I'm Christy Kane. The Dow gains 754 points. WTOP News Time, 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. It is another brutally hot day out there for millions of Americans. Reporter Chris Fox is sweating it out in Texas. Texas is supposed to be hot in July, but this hot? This is not typical Texas in summer. I've lived in Oklahoma and Texas, and this is, I've never felt anything this awful. Record-shattering temperatures started back in June with a heat dome that continues to cover much of the state. Dan Brunoff is the chief meteorologist for KRLD Radio in Dallas. We have excessive heat warnings that stretch, oh goodness, almost half the counties in Texas, and another 100 counties are in heat advisories. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. In your Europe, the heats caused hundreds of heat-related deaths and fueled wildfires in several countries. CBS's Elaine Cobb is in Paris. Anything they can to keep cool, most of them fleeing the city, but also people are flocking to the fountains that are dotted all over the capital. Jurors are hearing and seeing shocking details from the Parkland school shooting in Florida as they decide the gunman's fate. CBS's Jim Crisula. Jurors squirmed and held their hands to their faces as they watched a 15-minute graphic video of the Parkland, Florida high school shooting from 2018. Former Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School student Christopher McKenna testified about running into the young gunman in a school hallway. He had a rifle in his hands. I was stunned for one second, and he said to me, get out of here. Things are about to get bad. The shooter faces the death penalty. Progress in Steve Bannon's contempt trial in Washington. CBS's Scott McFarlane. A jury of 14, including the two alternates, has now been seated here in the District of Columbia Federal Courthouse and opening statements have wrapped. The federal prosecutor for the Justice Department said Steve Bannon decided he was above the law. His defense attorney argued in opening statements that politics is the lifeblood of the U.S. House and that this case is motivated by politics. Bannon's on trial, rather, for ignoring subpoenas from the January 6th committee. Two former White House aides are expected to testify at the panel's next hearing Thursday. It'll focus on what former President Trump was doing as his supporters mobbed the U.S. Capitol. Both aides immediately resigned after January 6th. The Dow added more than 700 points today as stocks soared on Wall Street. CBS's Jason Brooks. Investors shrugged off recession concerns and sent the market to its second strong rally in three sessions. Boeing, Goldman Sachs and Nike were big movers for the Dow, while semiconductor stocks led the Nasdaq higher. Netflix stock was also up more than 5% despite news that the streamers lost more subscribers for the second quarter in a row. The Nasdaq was up today, adding 353, the S&P up 105. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 on WTOP on this Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. We've got a mix of clouds and sun. We're up to 91 in D.C. And good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. Now to our top local story, which is campaign 2022. It is primary day in Maryland. Among the most closely watched races, voters are choosing candidates for governor and for an open congressional seat representing parts of Prince George's and Anne Arundel counties. 
Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, completing two terms in office, has endorsed his former Labor and Commerce Secretary Kathy Schultz to succeed him. She's challenged by State Delegate Dan Cox, who's backed by former President Donald Trump. The Democratic candidates include Tom Perez, Wes Moore, Peter Franchot, John Barron, Doug Gansler, and John King. There's a long list of candidates running in Maryland's 4th Congressional District, a competitive race because Congressman Anthony Brown has decided to run for Attorney General. In that race, he's facing former Judge Katie Curran O'Malley. The Republican candidates for AG are Michael Perutka and Jim Shalek. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. And WTOP's team coverage continues with a look at Prince George's County. Our own Liz Anderson has been talking to voters there about their concerns, some of which stem from recent actions at the national level. This voter is concerned about women's issues. She says the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade guaranteeing nationwide abortion rights was a key reason she showed up. Not so much for me, but my kids and many of my little nieces and that, you know, and all over the world, really. And this is an influential country. And what happened here goes all over the, the world, you know. And what's next for women? We're going backwards, and I didn't like that. In Beltsville, Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Now, if you requested a mail-in ballot, you can still turn that in today until 8 p.m. You just need to find a drop-off box in Montgomery County. Here's Gilberto Zelaya with the County Board of Elections. For the nearest ballot drop box, text the word box with a space and your zip code to 77788. Again, that only works for Montgomery County voters. Even though Maryland's election is happening right now, odds are we won't have the full election results tonight or even tomorrow. It's going to be days or even weeks before we know the full scope of what happened and who won in the various primaries across Maryland. Under state law, election officials need to wait two days before they can start counting mail-in ballots. Before the pandemic, that wasn't a big deal, as relatively few people voted that way. But now, about 500,000 mail-in ballots were requested by Maryland voters. So when polls close tonight, we'll be seeing results only from in-person voting. Results from all the other votes through mail-in ballots, they won't start coming in until Thursday. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Now again, the polls close in Maryland tonight at 8. If you get in line by 8 o'clock, you will be allowed to cast your ballot. Stay with WTOP all evening long for comprehensive coverage of the primary election results. You can also follow the returns on WTOP.com. Also new this afternoon, a former Washington football player has pleaded guilty to a reduced charge in last winter's car crash that killed his girlfriend. She was Olivia Peters in Loudoun County. Here's WTOP's Neil Loggenstein. Here in Loudoun County District Court, DeShazer Everett pleaded guilty to reckless driving. He'd initially been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors said Peters' family supported the agreement in part because it's what their daughter would want. Both sides asked the judge to sentence Everett in March after football season when witnesses would be available. Judge Deborah Welsh said everyone in her court is treated equally regardless of their profession. She said the witnesses can either take off or be subpoenaed whenever it is sentenced September 8th. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. We've got our own heat wave going here in the Washington region. We'll get you caught up on that. And then in the minutes ahead, we'll get back to primary day coverage in Maryland as we check in with WTLP's Mitchell Miller with some of the races he'll be looking at tonight. 507. Shake up your summer with Shakespeare's magical comedy, A Midsummer Night's Dream, live on stage. Folger Theater 
is transforming DC's National Building Museum into the playhouse, an enchanting theatrical experience, including activities for the whole family to enjoy. You'll be swept away by the romantic delight and enchantment of one of Shakespeare's most beloved plays. Folger Theater's A Midsummer Night's Dream is on stage at the National Building Museum.